Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to the Fanfic Fanfic Podcast Guided. We've already done that. Um, <laughs> Revolutions reloaded the Phantom Menace. Um, this is our second season uh, where we talk about the original uh, work and not its recursive fanfiction of a fanfiction. <laughs> um, that original work being Fallout Equestria. Uh, the fanfic of that fanfic being uh, Fallout Equestria Project Horizons. Um, the, the, the latter, the, uh, the, the, the more derivative uh, piece being um, everything wrong with fanfiction. Um, <laughs> In fact, maybe perhaps everything wrong with media altogether. Maybe so. I'm <laughs> <laughs> about least to refute that media. for two seconds there. Uh, derivative media, at least. And... Uh, there's there's no shortage of derivative media in like the like sort of official professional media landscape. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so fine. Uh, what happened? What happened last week? Gosh, what did happen last week? Last week was oh I don't remember like at all. I'm completely drawing a blank on where we are right now. Last week was them scouting out like Philadelphia for the first time because they wanted to get like an idea of what they were up against. Uh, uh, they, they, also... they were passing through uh, Hellhound territory. Yeah, Hellhounds being like basically the this story set it stand in for uh, what do you call them? Uh, like Death Claws from the Fallout series. Yeah, both uh, both Death Claws and the original version of mutants, Super Mutants. Uh, I'd say they're more closer to like the Fallout Three version of Super Mutants, because um, the Alicorns are definitely more analogous. They're just not not in like physiology but in like purpose in the story hellhounds are a little bit closer to 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 super mutants super mutant which are just basically orcs essentially uh but hellhounds uh are the descendants of the diamond dogs which are like a thing from the show uh who were um like removed uh from their like uh like ancestral homelands in splendid valley because it was used as a like toxic waste dump and testing site for various magical weapons and exposure to that has horribly mutated them into the into the hellhounds uh, then a bellfire bomb dropped on them and again (laughs) so they they have giant claws that can cut through a uh uh they can cut through a steel Uh... ranger's armor like a coke can and uh uh they are also uh it's intelligent enough to uh operate a variety operate of and modify <laughs> large firearms very big ones big ouchy guns uh so yeah they're incredibly dangerous which of uh, course meant that <laughs> fairly reasonable uh pathological hatred of all horses which uh unfortunately for uh our 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 friends here they had to land and because little pip is a goblin with sticky hooves um immediately had to like uh, go into the lower levels of the like I can't remember it's like a building or like it was a power, it was a power plant basically uh, that they had to, like and uh, I don't remember exactly what they found in there they found like, basically nothing like it was it was stripped bare uh, and 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 ruin uh, they they found uh, only I think a, a morb um, and a hellhound 
that Velvet Remedy uh, subdued uh, with her her new anesthesia. Yeah, spell, anesthesia basically. spell. And uh, the team managed to escape. Uh, we we ended the the last chapter with uh, arriving uh, now now reaching the uh, the uh, Philadelphia Greater Metropolitan Area, which uh, is just a giant death trap. <laughs> uh, and uh, the the air is filled with uh, hor- of, of Pinkie Pie faces. Um, mm-hmm. They 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 have balloons. <laughs> they have they have seized the balloons. What hope do we have now? Um, the balloons are uh, the baskets below them are mounted with um, anti-material rifles. So that's scary. Um, we we open up with of course uh, Pip um, fiddling with another safe. Uh, in a conversation with uh, with Steel Hooves, uh, saying, uh, "Your little friend Hamage asked me what uh, what I thought your defining characteristic was." Uh, and through this, we find out that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Maj uh, talked to talked to the whole party uh, while Pip was hospitalized um, to get her know her better, which I think ultimately had led uh, her. To make the decision to once she uh, was was more or less recuperated to do to do do a do a big old sex with her. <laughs> uh, what what uh, what did Steel Hooves uh, tell Maj when she asks? Uh, goblin. <laughs> Sorry. Oh wait, no, it's misspelled in the text here. It reads curiosity. <laughs> uh, basically, the same thing. And like little Pip, like seems a little like just just like defining characteristic, and Velvet Remedy's um, immediately responses, uh, "Darling, we're walking into hell, so that you can go sightseeing." <laughs> uh, is it sightseeing if you bring a gun and plan to like overthrow the dictator? <laughs> Depending upon the <laughs> the, the locale. <laughs> Uh, I figure I just might. Why don't I'll fuck around and find out, see what happens. <laughs> and spoilers for a little later in this chapter, Pip has to is like in in this chapter come, has to come to terms with that is literally what's happening. <laughs> I was in the that, area. Like, man, Germany invaded Poland, and like I'm hearing stuff about like death camps. I think I'm gonna go to Germany. <laughs> With a gun? Yes, with a gun. See the sights. See some, <laughs> some Nazis. Calamity confirms, yes. <laughs> we were told to shut a door full of monsters, and she went in to the monster hole. Because she wanted to see what was in the monster hole. <laughs> Turns out it was monsters. Uh, uh, Velvet, uh, funny enough, um, uh, like, uh, uh, somebody... Uh, Oh yeah, a calamity. I, I reckon I can't blame her living in a box. Oh no, she was, she was like this inside the stable too. <laughs> Pointing out that like where other small horses like, you know, tried sports <laughs> and and things to try and uh, uh, find their cutie mark. Um, little Pip went about uh, trying to figure out how to get into everybody's private stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there's sure are a lot of radios that have been disassembled <laughs> uh, there's a lot of locks that don't work anymore <laughs> given enough time she'd take apart the whole stable if you let her <laughs> she'd probably put it back the, anyway the, the things that she couldn't fit in her inventory 
Yeah, I, I feel like um this is definitely extrapolating like hey kids, video games are fun into a personality trait. Yeah, no, like like I, I, I've, I like personally we, we talked about yet, this before and like yeah, that's I've yet to play a Fallout game where my inventory capacity isn't maxed with just garbage. And I think that's basically how everyone plays that game. But I appreciate that, yeah, KCAT has, like, extrapolated that into, like, what sort of person? What would it like to be actually encounter this person? <laughs> yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of, like, point-click adventure protagonists where they're all, like, weird, squirrely weirdos to facilitate the idea of, like, what sort of person would, like, what sort of person would have a chicken pulley in their inventory, really, when you think about it? <laughs> just on their person, just in case. Who, who Who's, like... The sort of kleptomaniac who would like just steal a, a spool of thread off a table because it was <laughs> it was there, like, and they and the, there's space in their pocket for it. Oh man, you dropped your cookie on the floor. No, don't worry about it. Why are you putting it in your pocket? <laughs> you know, just in case. In case I need a ruined cookie. cookie. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat it. But yeah, I just I really like that that way of like I guess like humanizing that like that player behavior. Um, so, like, yeah, Pip, well, I guess maybe that's my virtue. And unanimously, the entire party, uh, assures her that, no, it is definitely a vice. <laughs> it's very much one of those, like, I don't know, stealing, calling it a virtue is a little bit of a stretch, Pip. I'm reminded of a, of a, of a, of a fun gif I, I saw recently, uh, like, did you know that rats are free? You can just take them. <laughs> It's very much one of those things. Where, like, it's a virtue if you're good at it. She's <laughs> real good at it. Uh. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, uh, Pip uh, cracks open the safe to find a a room inside it. the The back of the safe and uh, there uh, thereby its contents have been exploded, mm. uh, leading into a completely different building. And of course, Pip Pip tries to crawl in. <laughs> of course, there is an argument. Uh, and they ultimately resolve, like, that Pip manages to get around it um, by saying, Look, I can I can move the debris out of the door so the rest of you can come in, too. <laughs> uh, because she is nearly vetoed and has to, has to connive a way that her party will allow her <laughs> to crawl inside of this safe. <laughs> uh, rotten friends vetoing me out of my stealing... <laughs> more looting like stealing implies that it's like off of the body or like active inhabitants like that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just stealing but in a more temporal capacity <laughs> at one point they, that person was alive uh, <laughs> but yes she manages to 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 like convince uh uh calamity calamity's main complaint is you promised you promised that i would would, would be able to do the next adventure <laughs> but you you'd put me in the party rotation for the next dungeon. <laughs> I get I can't, to be the leader. I can't I can't fit through that safe. But but calamity, it's perfectly sized for my little body. <laughs> um, it's just cr crying out for for me to squeeze through. So that it's you don't <laughs> it's understand, calamity. I've opened I've opened a vault and found an entire building. <laughs> this is my best find yet. <laughs> It's not my fault that you grew up to be a normal-sized horse. 
but now uh, we, we we reel back a little bit um, to uh, like because we, we opened in mid res Pip already uh, <laughs> already cracking a safe. Uh, the safe was was obscured behind a poster um, describing wartime stress disorder. For thousand years, ponies have known only peace. If it should be no surprise then that so many are not able to cope with the harsh realities of war. Wartime stress disorder is a very real illness that affects thousands of ponies each year. Know what to look for. Depression, anxiety, lack of sleep, loss of appetite, unpatriotic thoughts, suicidal impulses. If you or any of your loved ones are experiencing two or more of these symptoms, it may be WSD. If so, ask for help. No pony needs to suffer alone. Knowledge and caring ponies trained by the Ministry of Peace are waiting to help. There's also mention of a, uh, a Fluttershy poster in here. Uh, at the top it says, Remember. Uh, in the middle is a, uh, a weepy-eyed picture of a Fluttershy, and the bottom is tattered, and... Um, uh, Fluttershy's weepy face is sufficient to compel, uh, <laughs> Pip to, to, like, against her better judgment to, like, feel really bad about whatever it is that we're not remembering. <laughs> I wish I could remember, like, knew what that needed to remember. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, it looks like the, the back of the safe was blown out by some sort of, uh, uh, energy grenade. Uh, and Pip wants to know what, what could, what could possibly have done that? <laughs> So the only thing to do is to crawl, crawl in alone. Uh, she she is true to her word and uh, 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 goes out of the the office. This leads to into the lobby of a bank um, that is uh, decorated in Raider chic. I am very much appreciative that K Cat just only like bothered us with a handful of details, but otherwise like um, just said it was uh, too grotesque to discuss. Like, yeah. I, I've I've grown like Little Pip has grown pretty numb to the horrors of the wasteland, uh, but like this place is is still manages to be distressing. Uh, most notable is the the crucified dog hanging from a ceiling lamp. Uh, but otherwise, like yeah, uh, um, when Velvet gets into the building, she uh, uh, has to excuse herself into the little horse's room to vomit. Uh, we get we get some more uh, red eye. Uh, quotes this time. I will spare you, uh, uh, dear listener, of them because only one is particularly interesting. A man approached me the other day. Thank you, Red Eye, she said. You have given my life meaning. I was wretched before, but now I am part of something great. And I know that something even greater awaits me, the opportunity of a lifetime. Of course, she was only saying this in an attempt to get close to me so that she could use a crude knife she had crafted from stolen metal. But still, her words moved me. Still, so, I did not have her killed on the spot. Instead, I sent her to the pit. She would have the chance to exercise those murderous impulses for a more worthy goal. I think this is the, the, the most interesting of the, uh, like, the, the rest are just, you know, unity! Unified in purpose and flesh! Um, but this one was interesting because, uh, it, it kind of swerved on me. Uh, it, it, it's, um, not quite, but sort of reminiscent of, of a thing that a lot of, like, um, right-wing speakers do, particularly evangelical preachers, telling stories that did not happen about people that they almost certainly haven't even met. Oh, 100%. So this, it was, it was peculiar that, like, 
this one would uh, ring true. <laughs> in that, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. sounds about right. Uh, but normally it would be like, uh, there's there's the true story here is that like he was on ex- inspection and like bullied someone into telling them uh, telling him he was doing such a good job, and then he later later recants, uh, recounts it on the radio as she ran out of the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 line, the inspection line to, 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 to get on hands and knees and tell me how good a job I've been doing. So yeah, a little time to describe, like, the, with the characters, like, uh, interacting with this, this hideous environment, uh, noting that, like, the, the, the above ground vault has been blown out, but, like, there's good odds that there's still stuff, uh, downstairs. Hey, wait a minute, what's that sound? Uh, someone's upstairs. Uh, Velvet, uh, as everybody's gearing up for a fight at Velvet, honestly, has anyone considered, either of you, that they might be friendly? <laughs> uh, Steel Hooves blows up the ceiling, uh, causing, causing it to rain raiders. <laughs> they cracked up at the piñata and found raiders. <laughs> All of gore and loot. Huzzah. My favorite. The, the the fight the fight is brief but the 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 takeaway is that um the party is now sufficiently terrifying to just look at that the average raider does not want any part of yeah, uh, one of them got? took one look at little like one of them uh remained on the the floor above looked through the hole saw little pip and uh scarpered <laughs> um because like it's it's now noted that little pip yes very small horse alarmingly well-armed mm-hmm. a lot of guns on that little horse yep uh nice looking ones <laughs> shiny well-made looking ones not, not pipe metal not crappy little zip guns so there's there's a little discussion or yeah you know, are they are they running to like set up set up a trap somewhere else or like in in hindsight actually they might just be running uh still don't know like what killed all the raiders on this floor though uh, because, like, among the, like, gory raider trophies, they also found raiders. Um, or at least the dust of a raider. Some of them, like, some raiders had been lasered to death uh, fairly recently. So they split up, because uh, she promised Calamity an adventure. Uh, Calamity <laughs> goes with her down to the, the, the vault. Meanwhile, Pip assigns Steel Hooves and uh, a Velvet to go upstairs to deal with anything they meet up there with... With tender, with whatever tender kindness out there is at their disposal. <laughs> Velvet, go see if you can talk some sense into them. Uh, still, rooms when that inevitably fails, blow them into bits. <laughs> Basically, so they 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 head down, uh, easily deal with some turrets. Pip sees a book lying on a counter, uh, titled "Increase Your Sales Figures," um, and of course. It um, is now in the her inventory. <laughs> Who knows? I may need to do some entrepreneurship soon. Well, it's, it's that she's read all of the books. <laughs> like all, of, like she's yeah. Goes into the library. Uh, Pip knows nor cares. Um, she 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 must loot knowledge. It would be a trip if increase her sales figures turned out to have a pivotal use. <laughs> sort of like apparent. Like I, uh, you can. A, a major convert boss battle conversation, however you'd fra- uh, phrase it, uh, in um, New Vegas involves a high barter skill. Like if your barter skill is high enough, you can you can point out some economic facts that will change someone's mind. 
they meet another uh, floating brain bot. Uh, and uh, leave it alone for now uh, before uh, looting something else. Uh, among that loot being uh, some lovely grenades. Yay, grenades. Um, along with, much more importantly, cigarettes and bubblegum. <laughs> uh, and, and a bunch of uh, uh, pre-world uh, gold coins. Uh, the coins, like, the uh, Pip is... is pretty hesitant about like she's not sure how that was going to be useful like are we really expecting to find anyone to barter with <laughs> uh in the lion's den uh but uh calamity volunteers his inventory space for them uh cut to uh the century bot is is very dead and uh pip is getting into the safety deposit boxes of course she is <laughs> look at all these little boxes they get to break into <laughs> now um she notes that somebody somebody it looks like somebody took a try at them and she's like, and like, is it my nemesis? <laughs> the evil me. The 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 um the anti Pip who who uh who uh, uh ruined uh, all of the loot in the previous dungeon of, of last chapter, uh, with their inferior lockpicking skill. Yeah, the the evil anti little Pip, <laughs> big buck. <laughs> big terminal. Well, I mean, it's pet <laughs> box, so it'd be big. I know. Buck. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I was just thinking, what's 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 what is a bigger version of a of a uh, of a of a pit buck? Uh, she tries to shake it out of her mind. I almost want it to be red eye. <laughs> <laughs> I doesn't it say something like you're that? a slaver and a murderer, <laughs> but I'll never forgive you for ruining those. Li- <laughs> yeah, it's very like our arson, murder, and jaywalking kind of thing. <laughs> you, you, you enslaved the wasteland. You've killed everyone, but most importantly, you hit force lock a bunch of times in a bunch of lock pick opportunities. You absolute asshole. <laughs> For that, you must die. <laughs> but yeah, ten years ago, Red Eye came yeah. through here and fucked up all these locks. Uh, but thankfully, they're 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 safes, so uh, they they couldn't be ruined. Uh, they hear some explosions above. Guess loving kindness uh, did not uh, was not sufficient to uh, resolve uh, whatever was on the upper floors. But grenade, grenade shotguns, on the other hand, um, Pip takes a moment to um, be frustrated. Uh, like maybe she needs to like send a, a proposed addendum uh, to Ditsy to Do's Wasteland Survival Guide. Uh, whole whole chapter on rad hogs, but no mention of hellhounds. <laughs> uh, not to mention, like, robots are not your friend. <laughs> it's gotta, gotta leave some stuff for the sequel. Uh, most of the smaller safes uh, are already emptied. Uh, but one uh, is, 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 is a nice big one. And uh, Jackpot a box of morbs and a gun, <laughs> a big gun, uh, and a, a, a absurdly fancy big gun. Oh, which gun is uh, this? With fla- covered in flame style filigree. It is. It is oh. labeled Spitfire's Thunder. Yeah, I forgot where she got this. Uh, That's cool. And, uh, and calamity notes. Hey, ha- hey, y- you know, this thing's got some gems in it, and I um. Well, I've seen them before. This is a this is a this is an anti armor rifle, and um, 
you, you see these these gyms they they cut back on the kickbacks so that you want it well well gosh i i, I should you take it when you by the way when you said flame filigree like i get that it's like supposed to be like a nice detail but it's very hard not to imagine like fucking like guy fairy like style like flame shirt flames on it a thousand percent agree <laughs> well ain't that the prettiest thing i ever did <laughs> especially because like calamity is a thousand like a... yeah of course um yeah no like truck flame decals made of actual gold gold, <laughs> gold, gold leaf yeah it's it's the like trashy but beautiful and execution kind of uh, <laughs> kind of thing going on <clears throat> um uh so what is what what is uh what is little pip to do but immediately indulge in a morb <laughs> well since i'm here um and inside the morb is uh uh what a what a what a twist um it is uh one of apple snacks uh memories something that he recorded intentionally yeah just for context steel hooves is apple snacks because we haven't mentioned it in a long time which seems weird uh, and it's and it's a uh, memory created by a recollector uh tiara mm-hmm. um and uh little pip is horrified to find out it was it's a porn video <laughs> <laughs> oh what's all that jazz being pumped in oh no, oh, no. Hey, no fuck oh no let me out let me out of this. This is too embarrassing. I cannot. <laughs> this is way too hetero for me. I can't stand it. Also, just the pure awkward. I don't know. This is a coworker. <laughs> um, but she's saved at the last moment by a phone call uh, that uh, Applejack has to answer. And uh, Applejack is horrified to find out about uh, the creation of anti-material rifles. Anti-machine rifles, which she interprets as basically anti-power armor rifles. Like, this is... Yeah, because it's not hard to put two and two together that, like, ant- like the power armor was kind of specifically, like, deliberately created as a kind of, like, response to Big Mac being assassinated. So, <laughs> to some degree, that's, like, an, a personal affront. So she's completely losing it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we have an incredibly powerful, like, moment of where, like, she can't stop, like, saying, I sold my farm! <laughs> she sold the Apple family farm! Yeah. To, to produce this armor, like, to, to get the, the funds to, uh, for this project. Mm-hmm. I guess that would, like, her, her entire legacy, like, her, like, was, was vested in that armor, and now they've, they, like... Her own ministry cracked it, like, and so uh, sexy times are are definitely canceled. She rushes off uh, to to get dressed and get into the elevator to to go, um, uh, probably kick to death whoever was in, in, <laughs> responsible for this R and D. But something weird happens with the elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it uh, once the doors close, it begins to accelerate in a way that an elevator should not. Uh, the the morb closes out. Um, with uh, Pip being able to both feel and hear uh, the the uh, memories host uh, screams. Yeah, since the elevator uh, is in free fall. And she, she, she wakes from the morb to, to find uh, Steel Hooves' visor glowering down at her, uh, only to say, definitely a vice. Uh, there's there's some, some awkward time. Uh, eventually, 
Uh, Steel Hooves manages to to ask, which one? Which one did you see? The one about Iron Shot making anti-machine rifles? Oh! Oh, The accident. Uh, we get a little bit of a recap uh, for for the the the, the reader that uh, um, Apple Bloom uh, had been one to suspect that like doesn't seem very accidental. Yeah, elevators just don't exactly um, do that. <laughs> and also, the timing was uh, peculiar. Like people knew that like she would respond badly to to the new product rollout. Also, in theory, this was like a penthouse personal elevator. Because it would be weird if it was just like a public elevator. It is an elevator that only one horse <laughs> meaningfully has access to. Uh, Steel Hooves does sort of steel man like the uh, uh, the company's decision. Uh, after all, uh, the zebras were deploying uh, robots that were uh, resilient <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to regular fire. Uh, but all the same, it's you know not hard to see why Blackjack, sorry, uh, Applejack would resent. <laughs> yeah. Well, so much of her, like, own, like, yeah, her, her, she had too much personal stake, I guess, in that armor. And even then, it, uh, 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 very shortly <clears throat> after that, um, the zebras independently developed armor-piercing rifles, armor-piercing ammunition, uh, which, n- while not as, uh, certain as the anti-machine rifles, um, it allowed, uh, snipers with, with a clear shot to, to pierce weak, weak points in the armor, uh, mm-hmm. like never before. But then we hear a very peculiar, a very new sound uh, of uh, of weapons fire, which Pip guesses uh, is is the the shiny new toy uh, that she just gave Calamity. And they both come rushing forward to find a room full of Steel Rangers. Uh, one of them uh, with only uh, three and a half legs now. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the anti-machine rifle works. Uh, that was a warning shot, and I don't give two of those. Velvet, like... <laughs> Velvet is, is quite displeased. Warning shots are supposed to miss! <laughs> I didn't hit anything vital. That weapon uh, comes from the voice of a... Uh, uh, a, a, a uh, nightmare. Uh, a, one of the Seal Rangers. Is the property of the Ministry of Wartime Technology. Surrender, tribal, and we will let you live. Um... Calamity is completely unconvinced by this because uh, apparently the Steel Rangers opened this conversation with missile fire. <laughs> uh, he reasons that the only reason they have not uh, unloaded the rest of their, their heavy arms is for fear of damaging the pretty toy at uh, Calamity's side. Uh, Steel Hooves is, is displeased, is, is, uh, is, 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 is close to irrationally angry um, at uh, Calamity for having uh, wounded a fellow Steel Ranger. Uh, Calamity remains, again, uncon- <coughs> uh, very, I'm sorry you feel that way, <laughs> kind of response. Uh, Velvet corroborates that the Seal Rangers did, uh, did open the festivities. Pip comically enters the room by tripping over, um, a, uh, uh, disembodied, uh, uh, reaper leg, a, uh, <laughs> disembodied raider leg, and, uh, offers me, um... She tripped me. <laughs> uh, the uh, Steel Rangers demand, um, uh, you there, uh, uh, name a number, what are you doing with these primitives? Uh, Steel Hooves initially ignores her to complain at, uh, <laughs> to complain at Calamity for having shot a Steel Ranger. <laughs> 
ultimately there's a there's a rank pissing contest there's a, like again soldier report uh, in response uh steel who was basically it says uh you will uh retain you you will maintain a more respectful tone when speaking to a superior officer mm-hmm. i am a senior knight of the mm-hmm yeah, it's one of those, you're oh, part of the army, oh. I am the army. Like, oh. <laughs> one of them, one of them pipes up, Elder Steelhoofs? The, the commander uh, in charge uh, responds to this by going, Star Paladin Steelhoofs, my apologies. Steelhoofs corrects the, the, the younger uh, knight by saying, if, if you do indeed recognize me, then you will, that I purposefully rejected that title. So ultimately, the the uh, the 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 commander uh, in charge of this group, is, uh, uh, Steel Rangers, manages to like find her ground <laughs> in the in the, in the reestablished hierarchy mm-hmm. uh, by saying, "Sir, <laughs> sir, <clears throat> sir, you are you are far from your assigned grounds uh, as per protocol. Uh, we will have to lead you to uh, meet with uh, <clears throat> Elder uh, Blueberry." Uh, Blueberry Saber, uh, to explain yourself. And and the disposition of your friends. (laughs) Uh, They're with me. They're part of my assignment. Uh, I will allow you to lead me to headquarters. Uh, So it's it's a long, awkward (laughs) walk uh, from this bank uh, back to uh, Steel Ranger HQ. Uh, One of the young knights manages to... uh, to, to try to approach uh, Steel Rain, and we, we find out that uh, there is a not insignificant number of Steel Rangers who really, really would prefer Steel Rain. Um, uh, Steel Hooves. Sorry, Steel Hooves having the title of uh, uh, the, the, the notable line of, uh, a lot of us would have gladly followed you. And, like, uh, Pip hears him like mumble under his voice a little later. S- still would. Uh, more chapter breaks with... Uh, with uh, uh, red eye gibbering over the radio about uh, unity, it's it's difficult. I wonder what this would read like if you didn't already, if for somebody who didn't already know the plot of Fallout One, and that like, oh, it's the master. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the goddess he's talking about is 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 basically the master, and uh, everybody into the vat. Mm-hmm. Just just pour them into the bio vat. It's fine. Waters, dip them in the goop. See what happens. But I, I, I think um, it still works even if you don't know about that. And it's just kind of like... Because, you know, it's... it's The goddess ain't great. We we, we, we cut from uh, that broadcast to In Media Res. Uh, Pip is, is listening to the radio as we're in, in, the fi- in a fight with some slavers. <laughs> That's a big mood. Um, it's, a, it's a big, wild action set piece. Uh, one of the balloons comes in and involves itself. It's 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 a fun read, but um, there's there's not a lot of point in in. Uh, it's hard in, to in, in, yeah, hard to replicate in podcast format. <laughs> I mean, yourself, it's, kids. it's easy, but it would be time consuming and doesn't have bear like ultimately like very heavily on the story. What does bear heavily on the story <laughs> is is calamity is very excited to like take his very big gun and take care of the sky threat, uh, and is horrified to find out. Everybody, all of the, uh, the, 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 the whole cast is horrified to find out. They're using flammable gas to lift those things? <laughs> uh, so just Handenberg's on them? Yes. What kind of psychopath? 
Well, I guess red eye, I guess. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's what else are you going to inflate it with? It's lighter than air in the wasteland, so. Uh, so all the slavers are shot or and or burned to death. Uh, in the in in the in, in the micro in the, in in the micro Hindenburg tragedy, I I, um, I honestly because it's like a big Pinkie Pie balloon too. I can't yes. imagine how horrifying that must look. It is um it is pointed out in the text. The the horror is is magnified by the fact that it is a is a blaze is a hellishly blazing Pinkie Pie face. Uh. So yeah, uh, Pip uses her 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 mighty uh, telekinesis to. Uh, drag the entire cage of of, of slaves uh, out of out of the out of the Holocaust. Two of the Steel Rangers died in that. Uh, one of the remaining Steel Rangers, uh, the 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 commander, um, is very curious to know like why Pip uh, risked herself to like go out of her way to make sure that the slaves of all things got out of there. Mm-hmm. Pip is increasingly displeased to be around these. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it's like. Mental note: Invest in some anti, like anti armor rounds. Uh, <laughs> shopping list, to do list. <laughs> also, shoot these fuckers. <laughs> like, I, I definitely, I, I love that kind of moment where it's just like, why would you, why are you saving the slaves? What do you mean? Why are they saving the slaves? Well, they're, 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 they're dead anyways. It's like, oh, huh. That's some worrying, <laughs> like, things to say there, buddy. I have to make a mental note of that. I, I also she's, she's, just she's bitterly reminded of uh, being warned by Maj that like yeah most Steel Rangers aren't like your your weird friend there like yeah uh, most of them would be uh, all too happy to like uh, kill you to save your pit buck. I also just I gotta love uh, the energy of like especially the way that she came into these Steel Rangers where it's like it's it's like oh you've brought your adorable mascot with you. <laughs> Uh, uh, little Pip, this tiny baby that you've brought with you. Oh, yeah, because these Steel Rangers are under the impression that uh, Steel Hooves is under command of this operation. Well, of course, he's got the military rank and everything, so of course he's an... Well, and also he's a decorated... War veteran of many wars. Platinum Paladin, or whatever. Yes, yeah, uh, star, uh, star Paladin. <clears throat> a Star Paladin. Um, so, of course, he's he's in charge of this operation, and I have no idea what use he has for these... These outlanders, these these uh, these, these primitives, and this weird rat thing that's following them around. Because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> How about you? Oh, we're simply interested in cutting off a supply line. See, did significant damage to us already. Uh, forced us to relocate our 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 main base, and uh, we have to uh, cut off his capacity to expand, lest he uh, try it uh, again at our secondary location. Uh, Pip. Pip's body temperature raises a degree or two. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's that's it? Okay. Steel Hooves finally uh, says, uh, I would like to uh, speak with the small one alone, if you allow us some privacy. And uh, Pip thinks this is just perfect because she wants to talk to him, too. <laughs> one thing that Pip noticed in all that conversation is that uh, there seemed to be a little bit more to... Uh, they took his claim of having been on some sort of assignment a little bit too easily. Also, the the reveal of his like, you're not just you're not just a you're not just a, a steel ranger, and you're not just an immortal like ancient steel ranger. You're a big deal steel ranger. <laughs> you're not a steel ranger. You are the steel ranger. 
And you have been uh, neglecting to mention that. Uh, and we need to talk about it. So what was your assignment exactly? Uh, the text goes out of its way to mention that uh, Steel Hooves is now sitting down. <laughs> is now like on his haunches, like receiving this 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 <laughs> this, this this talk down. He is he is completely out of uh, commander soldier mode. <laughs> and Pip is actually sort of like disoriented and also like one other thing that's making her mad is that like how is she in charge now? <laughs> Like, this this is perverse. Like, why is he <laughs> responding as though I, a small goblin? <laughs> a small baby goblin. Uh, uh, have some kind of authority over him to, to speak to him this way. As she continues to speak to him this way. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, uh, Steel Hooves has a very moving answer. Like, my assessment, um... You've done a, 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 astonishing things, and I expect that you will continue to do astonishing and worthwhile things in the future. How could I, uh, how could I turn down such an opportunity? Uh, I uh, told you before that not every Seal Ranger has the same view of their oath. Um, my oath is is not to the mystery, but Applejack herself, and I can tell you with certainty that she would have approved of you. <laughs> Pip responds, "Well, that's that's really nice. That's that's heartening." Do you think I haven't caught on to the way that you lie? You you always tell one hundred percent of the truth. All you you spell out the facts uh, uh, completely correctly. Um, what are you leaving out? And you you need a few skate on this. Otherwise, you're staying here. Like we're done. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're cutting ties. You need to tell me what what your assignment was, <laughs> or we're done. Do you remember when you eavesdropped on my conversation with Calamity? The picture I painted of you and your friends. Pip nods, recalling how he was convinced they were secret agents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That Pip herself was some sort of um, uh, uh, super spy uh, Ministry of Awesome Black Ops project. (laughs) Uh, Possibly genetically engineered (laughs) to be the ideal... (laughs) Covert agent. <laughs> it's the ultimate bioweapon. <laughs> Along with the, a, a a femme fatale um, and, and a dangerous um, uh, 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 enclave uh, specialist. Yeah, you remember when I... That, that's, that's what I thought you were. I've been convinced that you are, in fact, a, a tiny gay goblin. <laughs> tiny gay baby goblin, but Elder Blueberry Safer is not. My assignment is to assess the potential threat you and the rest of the residents of your stable. Dum bum bum. <laughs> and given you're a tiny whirlwind, uh <laughs> you are a death blossom in horse form. <laughs> <laughs> well, like his his like he, he he through this section of the chapter he explains like I, I don't think you are a threat to anybody that doesn't deserve it. Uh, and also, there's no reason to think that your stable represents anything at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any kind of strategic asset. Uh, you are some sort of anomaly, some kind of genetic freak. <laughs> <laughs> You're not normal. Um... Um, but it is but it is nature that did this to you. <laughs> not, not some other insidious force. Um, as, as, a, as a token of trust, see who slides the remaining three orbs over to Little Pip and Little Pip. Uh, immediately indulges. <laughs> like, well, don't mind if sure? I do. No more secrets. 
<laughs> oh, I just can't help myself. And it's the the memory of uh, a time that Stuart wrote, who's had a had a taxi ride. Nothing special. Um. Oh wait, there was the part where he um uh broke the driver's wing, uh uh mid flight as they were they were crossing over a building, and explained to them uh that uh, <clears throat> your security is garbage. Did you know that? I was able to get into your bank account. Do you know what I saw? Some really interesting, really big payments. Right around the time that Applejack died. Did you know that you're one of only three horses who would have known when she was going to use that elevator? Uh, the morb ends with him uh, uh, calling in the accident. Oh, it was awful. Uh, <laughs> I should have asked him to fly in this inclement weather. Wind shear was just too much for him. Does he, like, throw him off the building? <laughs> yes, after um, uh, beating him uh, half to death. Yeah. The, the, the fall did the rest of the death. Uh, so, you, Pip stares at Steel Hooves in horror. Uh, Steel Hooves responds quite calmly and not no secrets. <laughs> it was the style at the time. <laughs> it was not. Uh, uh, so we get uh, yet closer to Philadelphia. Um, some some talk about uh, the the loss of their their original position uh, and. Um, the fact that their secondary position is uh, the Vault Tech Building. Uh, we close on a very interesting uh, twist on a on a on a uh, age-old trope of uh, they're they're discussing um, Steel Hooves refusing the position of uh, leadership. Calamity uh, sort of uh, says, uh, "Hey, maybe we ain't so different after all." Uh, to which Steel Hooves is offended, and offended for very interesting reasons. No, you flew toward your responsibilities and defiance of your own kind. I turned away. <laughs> yeah, we're nothing alike. I'm garbage. <laughs> I have more respect for you than that. <laughs> Don't you compare yourself to me, you son of a bitch. You're a better horse than I'll ever be. It's a very Steel Hooves kind of thing to frame it as. Uh, yeah, the the vault the the, the vault tech building being their like yeah they're like, I guess like Steel Ranger like HQ I guess now, they're like yeah they're they're, they're fallback position anyway there's their yeah. second their emergency uh uh well um we've got uh we've got another uh mailbag day yeah um it's yeah it's it's a short one it jingles jingles didn't even like roll over here to to get it to he just like. He, he, he jingled once or twice and made me go get up and go to him. <laughs> Which is impressive. Uh, Caffeinated Goblin Reviews. Um, uh, uh, sent, sent, sent you, Fi, another drink. Um, and uh, <clears throat> reading. It's from Double Clip again. This is an addendum to the previous letter. Uh, whoops, I sent the donation without uh, a message by mistake. I meant to say that after a long message like that last one, you'll both need a drink. <laughs> I would have sent the message sooner, but I kept rewriting what I was going to say to avoid spoilers. Thank you for that. Uh, even though, like, we... I mean, mind you, like, double-click, we've, we've done an entire... <laughs> uh, personally, I think it's important that Red Eye uh, is seen as charming, uh, a charming, charismatic individual. It's good to uh, remember that uh, someone can be affable and still a monster. Yes, his rhetoric is familiar to you, so it's easy for you to spot... Uh, the telltale phrasing, you and in theory the Brony community, oh man, uh, <laughs> have the benefit of having been taught the history of a world where many dictators have used similar phrases for their uh, cruelty and injustice. 
do you do you know that we the bulk of the podcast was about <laughs> no no be nice project horizons sorry editorializing um uh little pip doesn't have that uh she does however have the moral uh upbringing uh, afforded to her by a staple that uh, wasn't an experiment so she's still mentally got a label on red eyes forehead that says place bullet here in case of tyranny and uh, that's all I have to say about that right now. I still eagerly look forward to hearing your reactions to future chapters. Yeah, I guess I, I wanted to touch on that a little bit. My my criticism isn't necessarily the idea of putting an affable like fascist in a story, because, you know, every right to do that. And in fact, that's a thing of time memorial. The idea of charismatic but manipulative fascist leader is kind of a trope. The I think the only issue with it that I always am a lot more critical now of in the you know in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, uh, after four years of the Trump administration is that being told they're smart and charismatic even if they're the bad guy and in fact they identify with them more because they choose or simply do not see anything past the superficial assumption of oh he's charming and charismatic and therefore he's good like a thing that's a thing in this community is the concept of red-eye apologists like there are people who take the idea that well because red-eye is trying to do anything at all to improve the waste that any 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 means just is justified by the end it's it's always a delicate platform to like i don't i can't i can't possibly blame an author for the way the audience took the reading it's just one of those things that i would always i always say to be wary of charismatic manipulative fascist leaders have to be shown to be categorically wrong like they have to like it, it like it's more yeah. like a thing um, now like, i mean the, the thing i was pointing out is that like it 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 strikes me when you have a character like this it's it's like a good education opportunity because like at the very least in the united states like history education is not good mm-hmm. <laughs> um the 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 average american like is not like trained in sort of rhetoric and critical thinking skills to like parse uh this kind of these these kind of arguments mm-hmm. they're ill-equipped with the tools to be able to combat fascism but almost by design but yeah but i just i just wanted to like touch on that very briefly and it's just it's not something that we can change about the story before but it's something that like i think you know people who want to write more and do more with even in this very setting it's always to be mindful that like villain who is a very obvious like nazi dictator xp like unless you're shown like unless they're shown to be like categorically defeated by the forces of good people will always take them as being to some degree to correct like a thing that we kind of like touched on last uh, episode was the idea of not having the character directly refute the the actions of the character and i still agree that like that's not necessarily the job of a character in a story to like directly refute it like i feel that pip does enough by existing to refute a lot of the things that red eye does and says but it's just you know we live in a modern age and it's hard it's it's a bit harder to like we're in a more polarized uh extreme uh uh environment and it's a little bit it's you know it can be sometimes frustrating i guess when you just have like the hero isn't just going off in a long dialect about how the tenets of fascism are corrupt and and broken on their face but you know it's it's a story it's whatever it just The thing I'm always critical of that sucks about the FOE community is that Red Eye is 
not seen as a central antagonist and someone who has ideas that are worth uh, paying attention to. Even though the story does go out of its way to say he's pretty, pretty like useless. It's just, it's, uh, it's the dangers of having an affable antagonist. Uh, that is, I think something that is always something that have to be like thought about while you're creating a character, even if you're not necessarily like trying to say something with it that way. And you're, you're very clearly trying to make it just a fascist villain to be defeated. But yeah, I'm, I'm less like criticizing FOE and more just kind of commenting on the state of reality as we live in now. <laughs> Fiction reads differently in 2021 than it did when this was written, uh, especially. Uh, we've th- been through a lot of shit. Anyway, it's 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 a good read. Um, and like, you know, we, we periodically have have our gripes. Uh, hope hope it uh, continues being entertaining going forward. Yeah. Uh, if you are uh, want to reach out to us and you don't mind intensely not safe for work content, uh, you can um, go to thouartfi at twitter.com or you could uh, uh, come to, to my um, uh, Twitter. I, I don't 100% recommend it. Uh, um, it's it's uh, pretty pretty ill, Ill uh, maintained at this point uh, at um, weirdington e. Uh, at twitter.com you can email us uh with your with your feedback with your uh uh please uh, uh jingles the mailbot is rusting <laughs> you, have to, you have to feed his, feed him letters it will die please please feed uh jingles the mailbot uh, uh and and send uh your delicious correspondence to him at weirdington esq at gmail.com Fine. Mm-hmm. How, how's he doing? Doing pretty good. I forgot like almost entirely this arc and how it played is out. So I'm kind of excited to like being re sort of re experiencing it a whole way through. But overall, uh, I'm having a great time and I'm glad to be doing it with you, buddy. All right. You know what? I think I'm going to take it. But just this week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.